You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. Hey, you already know what's going on. It's GQ Smooth, the head, not the tails, of course. Mm. Uh, you can find me at GQ underscore SM0OTH on uh, IG. And this is another episode of the Fights Like a Girl podcast. Word. You already know who I got. My main man, Bifrid. What up? 4th Street, 8th Ave in the building, Columbus, Ohio. Fine, that's all the time. You can find me on Fights Like a Girl 614. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Lamont Fridge, Needham. Fights Like a Girl 614, like I said again. And if you want to get real personal, 48 gmail.com for all your complaints. We can go down in the, <laughs> not the DM, but what the hell do you call email? Because don't nobody do that shit no more, do <laughs> It can go down in the email. It goes down in the <laughs> For the old school, it goes down in the email. So, we was building tonight, right? So, I was taking my people... Through, uh, you know, GQ Smooth and my other folks. I was taking them down through musical history lane, right? And I was explaining to them why music today really sucks. It, it really does. This shit is bullshit. For mine, you know. But I come up in a time where music was music. I'm talking about Sylvia's Pillow Talk. I'm talking about James Brown. And I'm talking about the precursor to Man. James Brown, Jackie Wilson. I'm talking about the greats who made Why music. Why do all the is. older cats always like try to downplay our ways? Because y'all ways are governed by the new white supremacy. The new white supremacy says they have an algorithm for hit records. I read about it in a book called uh, Oh My God. And when you do 25 years, you read you do read so many books, right? But I read a book basically. And it talks about how they got an algorithm for hit records. I mean, that makes sense. They got an they algorithm. They got an algorithm for everything. They figure out the al- algorithm why uh, Christian churches and preachers, when they get to talking this shit, huh, and they get to feeling real good, and you get to digging real oh, hard. Oh like, it's an <laughs> algorithm for that. And this shit been working since slavery. You know what I'm saying? It's an algorithm for everything. Yeah, for every. They got an algorithm as to when you like what time of day is best to post a photo on Instagram. Ain't no doubt. You know what I'm saying? And they mix it with biorhythms. There's a lot of components to how they get this algorithm, right? And so I'm sitting around listening to music. And so one day I'm I, I hip it to uh Coogee Raps Road to the Riches. So we sitting about, you know, we sitting around listening to this joint, and I'm looking at her face, and she's looking at me like I really be glad when this shit is over. Ha! You know, and this is one. This is one of my hustling songs from the '80s. You know what I'm saying? G Rap was ahead of his time. G Rap is a pioneer on that gangster shit, and vocally speaking, because he spoke with a lisp out of New York. Cool G Rap is one of the coldest MCs that ever walked this motherfucking planet. But when I played this motherfucking Road to the Riches for my people, she was like, "Oh, that's nice, but it sounds choppy." What the fuck is more choppy than motherfucking niggas on motherfucking almost heroin music? I'm just saying. <laughs> I get it. You can't 
I guess, what is it called? Mumble rap is what they call oh us. Oh, God. It's just but y'all, so y'all are so... I don't know the delivery. I can't get with it. I went to the store to get some chips. Like, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> like that is so annoying to me. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to disrespect the grace. You're but... not disrespecting the grace. It was an evolution. Like, early in the game. Why was they, who's who? Why was y'all talking like that? Because hip-hop was, it wasn't new, right? Hip-hop come from West Africa. You know, the griots used to use it. You know, when we get to Jamaica in the slave trade, where they used to use them breakers in Jamaica before they sent us to North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. You know, we sit up there and try to retain our culture, right, through storytelling. And we use the drum to do it. But, 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 but this is what the story sounds like. And that, 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 right? So now, <laughs> hold on. So now let's move up into New York City. I'm fast forwarding way ahead from the African, from the, from the African Holocaust. All the way into New York City, the Bronx. Cool Hurt, you know what I'm saying? He brings you the break beats. He brings you hip-hop. And he's a Jamaican man himself, right? But he ain't doing nothing but bringing you what's come from Africa. Now, fast forward to, like, MCs, one of the greatest of all time, who I need to shout out, Grandmaster Cass. He used to rap like that. This is why we do what we do when it takes it to have to be that. Right? So that's where you get that flow from, right? And so, when I was in the feds, right, it fucked me up when I found out that they worship Kumo D in New York City. And I'm like, Kumo D is almost whack. And they're like, Fred, you don't understand what Kumo D did. Kumo D combinated the, he combinated the flow. He brought the flow up from, now we talking about this shit that we gonna rap today to a more metaphorical type of hip hop, right? And Kumo D did that. And then when Kumo D led the way, then other rappers came through him, you know what I'm saying? Great ones like, of course, the Pioneers Run DMC, of course, who actually brought you a steady flow, right? Okay. When we talk, you know, I mean, you can't deny, you know, Run DMC and shit, the park, 84, all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Now, here we go. A friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhyme, so I said this rhyme I'm about to say. But it took a long time <laughs> to get to that steady flow, though. Because before that, it was a hip, hop, a hippie, the hippie, the, the hip, hip, hop. And now, they, now these motherfuckers are spitting, right? And then they ever... They were spitting, but they weren't snapping. Oh, they, they were snapping in their time. <laughs> they you know were snapping. Now, hold up, hold up. Explain to me what snapping is. They went in like going in. Like how? That like... Break it down. I just gave it to you. Lyr lyrically, give it to me. Let's go Nas. Uh, oh, yeah. Getting married. Just because that's the last song I listened to. Okay, I heard that before getting married. So he was snapping. This ain't no sucker for love shit. This ain't no hustable kisses and hug shit. First night we fuck shit and don't call the next day. Yeah. This a thug's wedding day. Like, you see how the okay, delivery yeah, is just different. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like people who be like slowing they rap down nowadays, they don't have nothing to say and they just trying to stretch the song out and I ain't got time for that. True indeed. But before <laughs> him, so we got to give honor to Rock Kim. Because Rakim, you know, Big Daddy Kane and the brothers who came before them and shit, right? Well, Rakim was before Big Daddy Kane, in my opinion. But, you know, correct me for that at the short of gmail.com if I'm wrong. But, you know, in my, you know, according to him, because I went in New York City. So my, my concept of hip hop was, you know, Rakim really set that flow thinking of a master plan. 
is ain't nothing going on inside my hand. See how continuous it is, you know what I'm saying? It just it's flow. See, you know yeah, that's where it starts to get better. Yeah, it gets And better. then, like, I wasn't even really feeling Jay-Z's first rapping style, but I kind of like it a little bit. Like, Do you that, know what it was, though? That little, he was like, rap, da, 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 da. Like, he was, oh, that's no, how no, he was no, like, no, 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 Let's talk about when he was with Jazz and that Hawaii Sophie shit. You don't know what that is, do you? <laughs> yeah, Google that, motherfucker. So before Jay-Z was that with Jay-Z that you t- that you criticizing, he was even worse than that with, <laughs> with Jazz, though. Yeah, and that Hawaiian Sophie joint. But the Hawaiian Sophie joint was hot, too. You know, you see he had potential then. So the flow evolved, right? You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. I mean, I ain't got really too much to say. Like, I... I don't know. I just like you she know said how that every episode it just be like waves. <laughs> it just be like waves. waves like of who? you gotta respect everybody's wave. Like music, just like we got periods. Like I can even give you like three periods from just my childhood because we had yeah. Give me your periods. We from had the snap music. You remember when everybody was snapping like lean with yeah. rock oh, with it, lean with like that was the right. snap. Then we had crunk. With uh, Lil John, yeah. Of course, not. Then we had trap, you right. know, like Gucci Man, Heavy Simps, you know what I mean, Heavy Synthesizers and shit. Right. Um, what else? You always got Gangster. I feel like that's one that's like pretty much across the board. True. Uh, now we got. I guess they would call it mumble rap. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> in many ways, but some of that shit still do sound good. But like I say, the problem with me, like when I turn on the radio. Everybody really sounds the same, and that shit irks the fuck out of me. So let's go back, 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 right? So in the early evolution of hip hop, you could, let's go back to what is it, seventy nine, right? When uh, Sugar Hill Gang came with that motherfucking, uh, you know, the hip, huh? The hippie, the hippie to the hip, hip hop. You don't stop. And so in the beginning of that shit, right? That was brothers putting that shit together in New York, making that shit sound cohesive. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know. As hip-hop progressed, it got a lot of tighter. It got a lot better, you know. And, I mean, brothers start putting the metaphors into the joint. KRS-One coming to this motherfucking stage, goddammit. And he start bringing you that edutainment, right? Starting with that motherfucking... What's the name of that motherfucking joint? Uh, it, was, it, wasn't really, it wasn't really edutainment when he really started. Matter of fact, let me rewind this shit a little bit. Just a little bit, right? You said gangster rap, right? Yeah. And how that's always prevalent. Like, some of the first gangster rap I ever heard didn't come out of California. It came out of Philadelphia with Schooly D, that Parkside 5-2, that, you know, Gucci time and all that shit and shit. This nigga was talking about some shit. And another underrated MC was motherfucking uh, Coogee Rap. Coogee Rap, like I said, this motherfucker right here was on some gangster shit early in the motherfucking game. And he was actually being shunned because everybody was on some motherfucking high sedity you know, you putting us down with this gangster rap shit, right? But the metaphors just start building and building. Like, Jeff, you go somebody that don't nobody want to give props to, right? But uh, Will Smith, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was not expecting Will Smith, man. Hold up, man. I, was, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, that like. parents just don't understand and all that shit. It was, uh, what was the name? DJ Jazzy <laughs> Jeff and Will Smith for the Fresh Prince, whatever the fuck it was, right? Will Smith early in the game, he start really putting shit down. Like, when you listen to his shit, the brand new funk, this motherfucker was spitting continuously. A brand new funk. A brand new... And he just starts spitting on that motherfucker like he in the continuous rhymes. 
MC Light, who had a non-stop flow as a female, was going to fuck in. You know what I'm saying? Light as a rock and all that shit. She went in early. And what I hate about oh, younger MCs is that y'all don't get no props to the old school. Like a lot to- of them do. Who? Oh. Wait. A lot of them do. A lot of them be like, you know, shout out to, you know. When the when last time you heard, you know who MC Shan is? No. Say it. <laughs> put some crickets right there. Yeah. yeah, put some crickets <laughs> in that motherfucker right there. MC I, Shan. It's, it's, at this, in this day and age, it's like kind of hard to know everybody. It's so much with music. So many artists. Like, you got underground cats, too. True. Even, like, underground cats who, like, doing stuff now, and yeah. it's just like, they and shit they, don't even get heard or respected. But they underground, but they should be above ground because, like I said, back then you had you didn't have those algorithms. You had just those ears listening, right? And the hottest shit prevailed for minds, and the, and the cream rose to the top. Brand Nubian. Motherfuckers who was spitting that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 what's my motherfucking dude's name that don't nobody even fucking remember, man? Uh, he made this song Grey Matter and shit. But it's a whole See, lot that of shit. sound hard. Grey yeah. Matter. Like, I'm not saying it's trash. Like, all of it's trash or whatever. Because we got some trash-ass rap. Like, True. Yeah. I can't even, like, deny it. But what's the worst song that's out right now in your generation that you hate? What, what's the few songs from Mop, the, the last Mop, 10 years? Mop. <laughs> Mop. What yeah. is that? It's got a dance that go with it. He really be mopping. <laughs> he, but it's so catchy. It's like it's hard to hate because right. it's just so catchy. Because it's the But algorithm. it's stupid. It's, it's dumb. It's the algorithm. But it's, it it's hard to hate, you know? It's like watching your favorite commercial over and over again. Now you're talking about Swiffer. You know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a Swiffer. Black people don't clean with Swiffers, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I don't listen I to got this one. bullshit. Well, you, got a, you got a smarter house. So I mean, you got all kind of new shit in this motherfucker. But it's more efficient than the mop, mop. <laughs> <laughs> but what's cleaner than the mop? Other than getting on your hands and knees with a towel, towel, towel. I'm just saying. And so the algorithm, they know that if they put certain shit in your ear long enough, and and at a consistent rate. That they can make you sing that bullshit. You done heard songs that you hated. Yeah, and but they keep time, pushing it to you. Yeah, the radios. That's why I don't listen to the radio. Cause it to me, we have so much music out here that I should not hear the same song in 30 minutes. Thank you so much. Like, it's just too much. Like genre yes. and like just different artists. Right. You you know, I mean, it doesn't all have to be like today, like Mix in some old school. Mix in yes. some like you know, nineties. Mix in some twenty tens, like two right. thousands. Like I right. get, but I get it. Like you gotta put them songs in rotation. Them ones on Billboard, and they want their streams and all that other stuff. And I'm sure record companies have a lot to do with that of how heavy a song gets pushed. So I get it, but it's just like. But do you really like get it? God. Let's talk about getting it. It's like the same five songs, though. Like, no, stop. I mean, you in in an hour, you can mix that in with something else, them five songs. Like, yes. I don't know, but I'm not a radio personality, so. Yeah, but, hold up, but don't tap out. <laughs> do not tap out. Keep your hand off the goddamn desk. Don't tap out. Because that's what they do. Like, okay, so they tired of this five songs. Let's introduce our new algorithm to them So because they, they tired of the last algorithm. And y'all just listen to the same bullshit. And that's why you're not getting a lot of good artists, a lot of great artists is coming through and shit. Like, don't get me wrong. White boy rap, 
Some of it is great. Like, I love BC Boys License the Ill album, still in my top 20. Love that album. That album was the shit. But I think it was pure. I don't know if it was the beginning of white supremacists interjecting white people into our music to make us come over to their side or whatever, or to make us look at them differently. But at the end of the day, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Lights of the Ill was the shit. But, man, you're not going to make me love some of these white motherfuckers who've been coming out, especially the ones who use the N-word. <laughs> you got me fucked up. How the fuck you going to sit there and talk about this nigga shit like that shit is cool? Cracker? The reason why you call me a nigga, goddamn, is because of white supremacy. You got you, me fucked up. How do you up. feel about this song? A lot of people don't know this song exists. Okay. John Lennon made a song called The Woman is the Nigga of the World. Have you heard that? No, but I understand where you're coming from. I mean, mm-hmm. but why? I mean, I just don't feel... He knew he wasn't supposed to be saying it. At all. He like he literally said he like the woman is the nigga of the world like that's literally how the song goes it's like what now you know especially in that area now you know like you can't compare I get what you're saying but I mean you can't compare that to a nigga like you know what I mean like no the nigga is the nigga of the world bro like without a doubt. But on I life, woman or yeah, man, ain't no doubt. On life, I feel you on that. But artistically speaking, I'm not going to justify John Lennon as a white man from Europe trying to make a statement. But I get artistically where he was coming from. He was trying to equate, you know, the woman's struggle. Like uh, Susan B. Anthony said, "You're going to give these black men," he, she used the word "niggas," a chance to vote before you give a white woman a chance to vote. Right? And so what she was basically saying, even though I disagree, fuck that bitch. At the end of the motherfucking day, I disagree totally. 48 to short at gmail.com. Fuck you, I said it. But at the end of the motherfucking day, she was basically saying is that you're going to let a black man who is basically the scum of the fucking earth. Because, I mean, keep in mind, we had black congressmen, congressmen coming out of 1865 all the way till 1877. Congressmen. One of the first congressmen that ever came up was in in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? So you got these people, these, I mean, excuse me, black mayors was voted in in Ohio, right? Even though, you know, slavery had ended in Ohio like in 1853, or I believe. Fact check me, 40shortgmail.com, 58girl614. Fact check me, fact check, right? This is just my, this is just coming off the dome from all I've read, and this is just jumbled in my head. But she like, you going to let this nigga vote before a white woman? How the fuck is a nigga's life worth more than a white woman, right? So I believe he was equating, you know, the transatlantic holocaust with being a woman. And that's why you got double and triple and quadruple minorities. Because you can't equate the same motherfucking thing. A white woman still has a status over because the laws who were created in antebellum South and antebellum North were to 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 protect the sanctity and the purity of the white woman. So, ain't no way in hell you can sit up there and say that you know the woman is women the is the nigga of the world. 
Hell no, god damn it. And my whole thing is this though, since you so brave. So what about the Yeah, and that's why I want to have a go conversation ahead, go with ahead, go ahead. So if the woman is the nigga of the world, then what is the black woman of the world? You know what I'm saying? The double nigga? Like what is like what is and like, that's why I said double triple minority. That's crazy. She to got me to that be the quadruple, yeah, because when the last time a white woman in the United States of America United States of America got her baby sold out of her womb to the white man down the street. Kind of didn't happen, but you got pictures of black women breastfeeding white kids to this day on record. Oh, ain't no way in hell. So his intentions may have been good because John Lennon, to me, looking at his work, and I fucks with John Lennon, man, other people <laughs> living <laughs> for you. Hold on, I'm about to get to the point. You, but any motherfucking way, I like John Lennon, you know what I'm saying? But he was woefully undereducated when he made that song. Woefully. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, your company ain't say nothing about this. But I mean, I guess it's, it don't, it's not that popular because a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, but. I just found out about it. You know I'm Mr. <laughs> Black Man, so damn, you got to play this for me. I never heard that. Yeah, it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of catchy. I ain't going to lie, but it's just like, this is a trash ass song. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of message? Like, it just, Threw me off, I guess. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> this bullshit. What are you really saying, motherfucker? But the whole thing about it is he trying to say, like, you know, he wants... Because I, th- I guess he fell into the whole, you know, women's lives, right? I forget the Jewish woman who basically Yeah, he was trying to be, joint. like, you know, a feminist, like, on the mm-hmm. woman's side. But at the same time, you just shitting on a whole race. Like... Yeah, <laughs> easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... Uh, I, I, it's just baffling, yeah. I guess. Because it's just like... Well, you still got niggas. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And, and the definition of nigga, no matter how you mean it, I don't care how nobody said where you put an A or an E on the back of it, it still means slave. At the end of the day. So, yeah. Really? <laughs> women are the slaves of the world? And not just that. Women are the rape slaves by white supremacy in the world and we can go deeper than that but I don't want to drive no more listeners away goddamn it but <laughs> in the, the motherfucking day John Lennon had maybe I'm gonna say I'm gonna defend him and say he had good intentions but he was bogus than a motherfucker because he was woefully uneducated yeah. and there's another thing like Colin Kaepernick even though he started his campaign and his tirade he was woefully undereducated he could have defended himself a lot better if he had the education that some of his cohorts in the NFL who went to college and studied the Afrocentricities and things of that nature. He was woefully uneducated, but he did the best what he, he did the best what he could with what he know. And that's the only reason why I'm sticking up for John Lennon. John Lennon, in my opinion, as a white man, and you know how I feel about most white men, like 80% <laughs> of white men. I believe that he wanted to see equality. And he did what he had to do. He did what he could do with the education that he had. But he grew up in he grew up in he grew up in England. And slavery in England and slavery in America was very similar, but very different. England was a little more progressive at the time, which is why, you know, the transatlantic holocaust was illegal in international waters at one point in time because England said you can't take an African from Africa and put him in America. That is a violation of the maritime laws, right? I ain't saying England is right 
But England survives today because they did the best that they could. Even though they had a second iteration of slavery, uh, where they brought, where they imported Africans from Nigeria and all that shit to come and work as basically house servants in in, in Europe, and they were treated better somewhat, according to my research. If I'm wrong, please check me for the short gmail.com. Let's get this shit right. But according to my research, they were treated a little bit better. But they took these babies, though, and put them in Europeans' houses and used them as servants and in servitude. But they didn't take their last names. They didn't take their religions. And that's the difference between slavery in America and slavery all across the world. Because every nation suffers from slavery. Every nation suffered from slavery. Europeans enslaved themselves. The Arabs were the first to enslave the African. Every nation suffered from slavery. But I think John Lennon was woefully undereducated. Woefully undereducated. And I, and I think, looking at his work, that he really had good intentions. But he I got feel it like fucked he did up. too, but he I'm got just it fucked like... Up. If you got it fucked up... I don't, fucked I don't up. even know how you could just make that I, I don't know like I just I really don't understand I get what he was doing but at the same time it's just like I don't get what you was doing like yeah. well, let me try to make you understand that nigga was a common word back then nigga mean black black mean African descendant of the diaspora you know so I get it it was a common word so when you say nigga now and you say nigga back then Two different things. Nigger was like black people, African people, those who have no origin, those who was raped of their religion, their culture, their God, and fucked them motherfuckers. So it was common. You was just simply a nigger. Nigger meant dark skin. It's it, that's all. And on this soil, you was a nigger. And so, you know, coming out of England, it was the same thing. And so I think he took what he knew to try to make a statement for women all over the world. But like you said, what about the black women, the African women, the, you know, the the, the Akibulin women who just suffered nonstop? This ain't the same concept. He had it fucked up, but he tried. And I don't know if he succeeded. I don't know. I ain't do the research because I'm just not hearing about the song. I'm about, I'm, yeah, goddamn, when we get off this microphone, <laughs> I bet you I'll know it when I get done with that. Shit, I'm, a, I'm definitely on YouTube the fuck out of this song, goddammit. It's a but very I know interesting that. track. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting, man. You know, you always come. That's why I say you always bring in the game to me, baby. You bring it to me full circle. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm, I'm good. You got anything else? Like, oh, man, hold on. But at the same time, we ain't done with you motherfuckers with this bullshit-ass rap. So this is what I'm going to talk about. Take it back. Thank you so very much. You got a few artists. That's pushing the line. Do you J. Like Cole. Any, like new one? Okay. Love J. Cole. Okay. J. Cole is hot, right? That's my dude. And what's that one motherfucker that I hated at first? Uh, how much money you got? Uh, oh, Twenty One Savage. I hated Twenty One Savage. Oh, you, he but, real new in in this era. Like he you suck, you like but him? <laughs> yeah, he got a couple like that. That you know, he got a couple of songs where he like talking that shit. You know. What so I'm saying? you like when somebody just real like. Ain't Something that resonates with the people, no matter you know yes. what the genre is. Yeah, no doubt. Like you know, and let's define what I feel like is real. Real is what's going on right now or back then, and you can capture the times and articulate it to where it's not a disgrace to those who actually suffered through it. That's real to me. That's real. Like when I listen to N.W.A., Dope Man, and all that shit, that shit is real as fuck. It's real. Spice One, real than a motherfucker. Top Authority, 
real shit. You know what I'm saying? Super real shit, right? But then there's the other shit I be hearing. These skinny jean niggas talking about trying to justify snitching. Or like a... <laughs> Wait, who said, who, who said that? Oh, I gotta, shit, that's the problem. I Somebody gotta, said it was cool to snitch in a song? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, fuck that shit. Oh, who said that shit? Like, nigga, I read, I read the meeting you or some shit like that. I'll find it, and I'll bring it up on this podcast for this show, 48thshortgmail.com, if you got to do it. But it happened, right? But, like, when I listen to, like, like rat-ass rap, like 50 Cent, you know what I'm saying? Me and Supreme, that's my dude. Supreme still love 50. I told him I don't listen to 50 Cent because he was on your witness list to testify. He said, I still listen to him, but he raised his dude, so... He got emotional ties to him, but if your ass was a government witness, bitch, die. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say, bitch. Oh, my God. Like, hold up, but here's the difference. Like, with Rick Ross, he was a correctional officer, right? I feel like he was a coward because he didn't just come forth like, yeah, I'm a CEO and I'm an entertainer. Because I'm talking about he's be spitting, he be spitting bars from my life that you would actually have to live. And I know some of Black's co-defendants. I don't know Black himself, but I know some of his co-defendants, Mike Plex, my niggas, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know them. We was locked up together, but I don't know Black, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, his other joint, uh, the Muslim brother, he was he was his co-defendant too. But at the end of the motherfucking day, you ain't one of us, nigga, for real, but you are from the hood, so you can mimic what you saw. But if your ass turned into a fucking correctional officer, nigga, and you get popped, I, you need to wear that, nigga. Don't sit up there talking about some. It was a more nefarious plot that went on. Ain't no nefarious plot. I've been a nigga CEOs and governed my life for twenty five years. Ain't no nefarious plot with you bitch ass <laughs> niggas. You Wait, motherfucking uh, niggas ain't coming. Bring this bag, nigga. What if it was? I don't know anything about Rick Ross. I don't like him. I I, not him. But I, like nah, I don't rap. like his music. I like his music. But. I mean, what if he was living in and then got on the straight path? You know what I mean? And that's the whole thing about it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but this is my problem. But a lot of people from the hood automatically think, like, when you stop living that street life, you just, uh, you know, you just... Turn into a square? Yeah, like... Man, and that's why we call it like, no, nah, I just wanted a little safety. Right. <laughs> like, I just wanted with that? some secure money, and, yeah. you know. And he said that, he said that in his rhymes, too, later. But when he initially was confronted with that shit... Oh, this nigga avoided that shit like it was the play. He lied and said it wasn't it. It wasn't him. And then the pictures came out. Now it wasn't, nigga. <laughs> it wasn't Officer of the month. You know what I'm saying? Now <laughs> what, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Now it's more nefarious plot that went on. Nigga, just say, nigga, come on. Every nigga ain't motherfucking built for this shit. But you know yeah, Because it's entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. Most rappers, I got rap homies as rappers. Not to cut you off, GQ, but I got homies as rappers and shit. But at the end of the day, they went in the streets like I was in the streets. When you really in the streets, you ain't got time to pursue your dream. I, like I told you tonight, and then I show you tonight. I used to be a portrait artist before I got knocked. I was a portrait artist actually selling my work. I explained to you the portrait on your wall because I was a passionate portrait artist. But once I started selling dope at 12, my lust for art died. And that's why you asked me what happened to it. That shit died. In my pursuit of the almighty, it took over. And it killed my passions. Because business and passion, that's why people got managers. You can't sit up there and pursue your dreams and be the boss of it. I mean, very rarely can you, you know, but it takes away from your artistic value, in my opinion. Do you think, like, how can I put this? 
Like, okay, you said if you really in the streets, mm-hmm. like you don't have time to pursue your dreams. So let's take right. go back to Rick Ross, for example. Come on with it. I know for a fact that they just don't hire like correctional officers, like or police officers. Like the standards are low. All you have to do is have like a GED or a high school diploma or whatever. Right. But you can't literally be in trouble. There's still polygraphs and stuff that go with certain jobs and stuff. What if you play college football? He did. Did you know that? Nah. I'm what if he graduated from high school? He did. Did you know that? Me as a street nigga, I got kicked out of motherfucking school in 10th grade. And the only reason why I made it to 10th grade is because I kept playing football. And when I stopped playing football, they kicked my ass out of motherfucking high school. And I ain't been back since. And 10th grade is a long time for a real street nigga. Because my mom was like, give me a degree. Give me a, give me, what they call it? Give diploma. Me a, give me a diploma, excuse me. And I'm like, all right. That's all she asked from me. I gave her attendance. I went to school. Like, I come up, I come in from an all-nighter, go straight to school. I'll be sending that bitch sleep in the motherfucker. I ain't changing my clothes in three motherfucking days. I got money everywhere. You want a scooter crunch at motherfucking at lunch? Give me all the scooter crunches, nigga. I mean, that's just how I was. You know what I'm saying? The what? Little, little ice cream bars and shit. Oh, and the shit, scooter right? crunches. They don't sell scooter crunches? No one of them shit They might be causing. Is that the strawberry shortcake? Yes. Hey, we just call it yeah. strawberry okay, shortcake. Okay, good. Back then, it's called <laughs> scooter crunches. You want a ball? Get everybody in the line one. Nigga, I'm selling dope. Nigga, I ain't tripping about that shit. But at the end of the motherfucking day, that shit murders your dreams. Because as a motherfucker who ain't never had shit, now you got shit. That's what your pursuit is. Like, one of the coaches uh, for Ohio State, I went down and practiced with our cousin, right? He, You know, they went to Ohio State. Jason, God rest his holy in the vine. So, I went down to practice with him one day. <laughs> So I went in and had some old little tight-ass shorts on and shit and a T-shirt. And one of the coaches, I believe his name is Cook, was like, how the fuck are you not playing? Your name is The Fridge. Do you know that is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got the same ability. I'm like, man, fuck it. Because I, I really wanted to say, nigga, look in that locker. See what's in my jeans. These motherfucking <laughs> rubber bands with these motherfucking knots, nigga. I'm getting paid now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I went out and practiced with the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Man? And I ain't going to say that I, I fared well because high school to college, big jump. They was way better than me. But I had wiggle. They like, damn, you can do that? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's right there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, at the end of the motherfucking day, cool. But this nigga went to, he went to college. He played college ball, that motherfucking shit. So, he didn't get in because he was a street nigga, you know, with all these felonies and shit. He went in because he tried to do the right thing. And I guess he went into those ranks. But at the same time, he had a talent that's undeniable. Because at the end of the day, as much as I can't stand his career path, this nigga is a rapping motherfucker. He be telling the stories of our lives like he was there. He might have been there. He might have even been there. I can't say he wasn't, you know. But then the motherfucking day. I wish we would just stop discrediting people. Like, just should. because I'm not with this shit now don't mean I wasn't. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to. Yeah. Different. I wanted to change. Like, you know, sometimes people are like, I need to change the scenery. Like, and that's it pretty much change. what it is. And I agree with you. It should change. Because like, there's nothing worse that I hate is, like, coming home. Like, I'll take me, for example, going to school and your friends is, like, you know, sitting around, jobless, smoking blunts, drinking. You know, I go away for six years, you know, and come back and y'all still doing it. Like, we almost like y'all still in the same spot that I left you. 
white supremacy designed us to be like that. And that's why I want to see the same change too. That's why I still listen to Rick Ross. After the controversy, I still listen to him because at the end of the day, he's an entertainer, right? If James Brown didn't sell dope, I, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> and that's the funkiest man to ever live, you know what I'm saying? For my Jackie Wilson and James Brown. James Brown is the funkiest motherfucker that ever walked this goddamn planet. He didn't have to sell dope and do nothing. He did his motherfucking one too. But for some reason, we believe in our joint, in our in our era, that you got to sell dope to be real. That ain't real. That ain't real. More people work than more people sell dope. That's reality. Because mm-hmm. you might be doing better with a job than selling dope. Because I was out there, it was a whole bunch of quarter ounce niggas when I was in the joint and when I was in the game who couldn't get past that motherfucking shit. Uh, like like one thing, I, one line I like about Lot Nas, he said, "A little nigga's destiny is reaching a key." That's real. His destiny is to reach a key, and so many fall short. A key ain't shit. It ain't shit. They grow that shit by motherfucking by the bushes over there in Bogota. That shit ain't shit. But over here in America, if you make a break, oh, you balling. Am I really? No, you majorly deceived. But authenticity, though, you spitting the words of my life, but you ain't lived it. That can be offensive. I get why you say it could be offensive, but yeah. if it resonates, then you know that's what it is. Like you got something to listen to at the end of the day. Like you if said, you, it's entertainment. If you can sell, a, if you can separate reality from the truth of the matter, but that's like movies. That shit ain't real. Half that shit, you know. what I mean, even the based on the true stories, they tweak it. Like I said, you know, shout out to UC Pop. Everybody like to add a little barbecue sauce to it. You know, everything. Everything everything tastes a little better with a little sauce. Just a little sauce. A little ranch, (laughs) Yeah, something. Give it a little more flavor. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it ain't reality. That's bullshit. That ain't the real. I guess what's disheartening uh, is uh, like the kids who get wrapped up in the storytelling and not, you know... They don't really see the reality because they think that what they're being told is the reality when that's not necessarily the truth. And many of us can, we buy into the facade, right? Even when we out there broke, like, I'm still doing it. Yeah, you are, true indeed, but you're not doing it well, motherfucker. And ain't nobody there to criticize you (laughs) because everybody out there trying to get theirs too, you know? And that's the sadness of the situation. That's why I don't hold Rick Ross accountable for being an entertainer. He's an entertainer, man. You got to get it some way. You got to get it some way. No, I'd rather be, I guess, selling you dreams than to be broke. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, he tells them. He tells those tales really well and quite accurately. I give him that. Like, like when he shout out, this is for my broke niggas. This is for my rich niggas. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth of the matter. That's why I could listen to your shit, you know what I'm saying? But when your ass came up as a CEO, just say, yeah, nigga, that was me, nigga. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Man. There ain't no hustle and flow, what you say? Two CEOs, nigga, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, shit, just spit your rhymes, nigga, because they just rhymes. And that's one problem with us. We hard, It's hard for us to detach reality from the situation. Like, let's go back to John Lennon. John Lennon was woefully undereducated when he made that song that I just heard about. I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> woefully undereducated. But his intentions were good, but he has no life experience. I don't have life experience as a black woman. 
And I'm a brother who done been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got them life experiences. Because I don't know. I ain't going to say being a sister is harder. But I think being a sister is that much harder because, you know, y'all give your shit up predicated on love. We give our shit up predicated on something else. And that's a whole different animal, goddamn. When you actually say, you know what, I'm going to have your baby because I believe in you. And that motherfucker disappear. Woo, nigga. This is the last thing I want to say about John Lennon. Come on with it. I think he just wants to say nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and as a white man, I ain't going to motherfucker there. I ain't going to say you right. And I can get away with this. No, I ain't going to say you right. He probably did because white people love saying nigga. What that white motherfucker say, uh, I hate that my son can say nigga and I can't. And that was, what, was a legislator or some shit like that. And so, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> And with that said, you are who? I'm GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0OTH on IG. The My Fridge Needham, 48 to short at gmail.com. Fight Girl 614. And anything else you want to find me on? I'll add this, goddammit. We out. <laughs>